Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 160, Callie Bound. Wait a minute. You think Louis is headed to see either Stefan or Heinrich? It's a reasonable guess. Heinrich's mission was to destroy the main stiff transfer point at altered at St. Martin. And Stefan was continuing the mission his grandfather started. I thought they were being held in an undisclosed location. Undisclosed, yes, but not hidden away. Stefan was charged by the ATF, if you remember, for illegal explosives for the purpose of terrorism. Uh, we pretty much leveled the same charges on Heinrich. There was an initial concern that we need to isolate both of them due to their unique position. Unique? Meaning they live among aliens and transport through portals to an alternate Earth? Exactly. What prisoner is going to buy into the fact that they're space travelers? My name is Heinrich, and I'm trying to destroy machines that transport people to other galaxies and dimensions. I see your point. Are there other IDF prisoners there? Yeah, there's a few. We decided that Roxbury was good enough for them since we've never heard any rumors about aliens being incarcerated there. I'm sure they found each other out and got uh, filled in to keep things like that quiet. If we see that he's headed for the prison, we have Homeland Security presence there. We can get a recording of their visitation conversation. If he does go there and visit with either Heinrich or Stefan, I think that pretty much answers the question, is he after the stip units? He's still on I-70 West. We'll know for sure in about an hour. I'm just surprised that they sent those two to Roxbury. I work with the firm. We were pretty familiar with that institution. It's a medium security facility. I went there once to record a deposition. They have a couple of softball fields, a football field, and these uh, crazy X-shaped dormitories. Yeah, you know, from the outside, it looks like a small college campus. But the cells... And like any other prison. I'll stay here and monitor Louie if you two need to do something else. Sounds good. We're still working on following up on uh, any New York leads. All right, sis. We'll check back with you when we get back to the office. All right. And Kelly? Yeah? Don't let him stop on the way back for more Southwestern salads. Well, Lieutenant, I must commend you on the meal. It was quite delicious. Thanks, Jafra. Did everyone get enough? Plenty. Thanks. It was wonderful. Ugh, I'm stuffed. I gotta tell you, Lieutenant Andrews, that's a bit different from Vlad's typical meal. I'll say. I thought I was gonna turn into a pierogi. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. Listen, the Mercury stores are maxed out with rations. 
Is there anything you need for the station? That's very kind of you, Nate. Are you sure you can spare the extra rations? With all the bonuses I got, I'm overstocked. I can take you shopping if you have time. Go ahead, LT. We're in a free time period now. Thank you, sir. All right, Nate. Let's check out this zero-G supermarket you have. Hey, make sure he doesn't take all the pasta. So, Commander Sims, it's been a while since I was on Cali. Has much changed? Based on the traffic and cargo going there, I think it's pretty much the same, except everything has been turned over to civilian corporations. George? Yes, Commander? Other than control of Cali going to civilians, are there any basic changes Joffre and his crew need to look out for? The hospital facility was for injured soldiers. There is only a small facility there now for residents and guests. The rest of the hospital is a research facility for various species. What sort of research do they do? There are several companies involved. One specializes in genetic mutations, like how Philians and Hungans differ, even though they were once the same species. Another does bio-research on diseases, as in what makes it hazardous for a Hungan to go to Cali, but not someone from your planet. Does that mean some of us will need a vaccination to go? Gabby and I both received the standard travel vaccinations for our transport business. Yeah, and I hope we're caught up. I'm done with needles. I have checked everyone's medical records and all of you are up to date. So they do genetic studies and bio-research? Anything else? One section of the hospital remained the same, and that is prosthetic development. What about surgical capabilities? If Dr. D is planning on just keeping Wi-Fi's brain intact and functioning, he'll need some first-class surgical capabilities. All data available indicates that surgical wards and equipment are still functioning. Thank you, George. Well, it sounds like Dr. D will have everything he needs to experiment on Wi-Fi. Yeah, everything but Wi-Fi himself. I have no doubt that the doctor will be able to convince Lord Zokar to go with him. All he really needs to do is appeal to his ego. And referring to Wi-Fi as Lord Zokor is a good first step. Oh, yeah. I remember at the Death River camp, he would get furious when someone referred to him as Wi-Fi. You know, even if he convinces him right away, they won't be able to transverse uh, the Cali portal until the end of the next sleep cycle. If we catch their ship on this side of the portal, do you think we could take him from there? We could overpower their ship, but he has the whole crew hostage. With Wi-Fi's ability to track us once we're in range, we would lose any element of surprise. So the plan remains the same. Give them plenty of clearance to reach the surface, and then track him down. You really think they will let the crew grow once they arrive in Cali? I believe they will. They will need the crew for the return trip. Return trip to where? They certainly can't return to Boldabar. Cali is the same size as my home planet. The temperate zones are much smaller, but there's still a lot of room on that moon. There are other facility locations other than the R&R section. I know from some of my travels that it is slowly being developed, but there aren't a lot of completed facilities other than the R&R section. Wherever he plans on taking Wi-Fi once his experiment is done remains a mystery. There aren't many habitable systems in this sector of the galaxy. There are certainly a lot of galaxies from which to choose. If I may interject, of the trillions of galaxies visible through the most powerful telescopes, 95% of them are moving away from us at the speed of light. The fastest cruisers would never reach them, even using portals. That's true, but 5% of several trillion leaves a lot that are reachable. Hey Cap, remember my Rule 19? Rule 19? What's that? No math after chow time.
It was nice of Captain Richards to get us a rental. Yes, it was. It will give us a chance to check out some possible targets while she and Detective Gareth do some footwork for us. I'll drive. Very good, sir. <clears throat> Jameson. Sir? Oh, sorry, sir. Wrong side. What was that all about? These Yanks drove on the wrong side of the road, so everything is backwards. Really? It doesn't look backwards to me. Why do you guys drive on the left? It has to do with the buttons on one's jacket. Buttons? All right, I'll bite. What does buttoning your jacket have to do with driving on the left side of the road? Because most people back in the days of horseback transportation were right-handed. Well, sure, that explains it. Not. When you button your jacket, the left flap goes over the right, correct? What if it's a zipper? Try and stay with us, Sam. All right, I'll play nice. So, you button your jacket, left flap over right. Still doesn't explain why Jameson went to the wrong side of the car. Again, we're talking about the days of riding on horseback and wagons. In those days, people protected themselves by carrying a sword. This is where being right-handed comes into play. As travellers approached one another, they would stay to the left in case there was sword play. Their right hand would be closest to their attacker. And if you were right-handed, you would have worn your sword on your left side. So if you drew your blade, the hilt would not get caught in your jacket flap. People drove their wagons on the left and sat on the right to protect themselves. After so many years, that became the norm. Oh, right. That's why there are so few left-handed people. They all got their swords caught up in their jacket flaps. Now, why do they do the opposite here? They all can't be left-handed. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps we'll save this discussion for another time. We'll be taking a left on University Drive, sir. So, what will we be scouting? The University of Houston Central Power Plant. I seriously doubt that a university power plant would be a viable target. Normally, I would agree with you. The plant serves about 50,000 people. That's not why we're going there. The university happens to be where one of our main stip hubs is located. Ah, I see. That would fit in with Hank and Louie's interest in the Baltimore and Annapolis stip units. Exactly. The power plant supplies energy to the STIP transfer point, and taking it out would affect most southwestern STIP travel. Our contacts in NASA use it frequently. It's amazing. What's that, Sam? Houston. Yes, it's quite impressive. This stip transfer point is one of the largest in the world. No, not that. What, then? There's a place to eat or drink on almost every corner. Sir, are we there yet? It is so much easier taking a stiff from Baltimore rather than fighting that I-97 traffic. Yeah, you got that right. Let's check back with Kate. Hey, how was the traffic? Oh, you know, there were a lot of pigeons around the monument. It really slowed us down. Ha ha, very funny. Don't quit your day job. Louis is definitely headed for Hagerstown. 
I've contacted our inside man at the prison to be ready to record Louis if he talks to either Stefan or Heinrich. Good. Let's hope that's where he's headed. I think it's pretty much a given. There's really not much else out that way. How long before we can get a copy of their conversation? If he is indeed headed to talk to one of the Von Longers, I'll send you a link to join, and you can listen live. Sweet. That will make things a lot easier. I would make it a pretty big assumption, but I think it's a good bet he'll be meeting with Heinrich, since the plan was his originally. What have you heard from Simon's crew? They're headed out to University of Houston's power plant. That's where our huge SIP transfer point is located. Do they have any leads? They're playing a hunch. Since Louis is obviously interested in SIP units here, it stands to reason that Hank is targeting them in Houston. And what's Hank's status? So far, he's confining himself to the northwest portion of Houston. There's a lot of high-tech industry and financial institutes there. It's also the site of a few major internet hubs. Maybe they have dual targets, STIP units and internet hubs. Well, if you look at it that way, then uh, they'd be disrupting two worlds, the IDF and Earth. I think they'll concentrate on the IDF. They may need our infrastructure to operate efficiently. You make a good point, Jim. They most likely want to hit the IDF hard. Remember, these guys are guns for hire. Rage wants to take down the IDF. What about their operations in St. Louis? Weren't they strictly targeting commercial emergency networks? We think taking out the comm system there was a dry run for something larger. The IDF foiled that plan. This may be a result of that. Hopefully, Louis will meet with one of the Von Langers and we'll know for sure. What's Nelson been doing during all of this? He's done some legwork for us, but remember, he's still in a rookie status at the station. They're keeping him pretty busy. Hey, do they have a new captain for the SIS yet? Nelson told me that the lieutenant is still filling in. They're going through applications now. Phew, things sure have changed in the short time since we left. Mac is a detective now, Hernandez still filling in for me, and you haven't been replaced yet. Well, you know as well as I do the nature of this business. They're just in a state of flux right now. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Am I a detective? Am I a former cop? Or an IDF agent? The answer is D. All of the above. I just got verification from the prison. Our contact there is ready to record should Louis stop by. I'll let you guys go now. I need to set things up on this end. Talk to you soon, sis. Okay, later, slugger. Bye. Slugger? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a, a joke from way back. Uh, I told her I called her slugger because she was such a knockout. Yeah, of course, you know, that excuse doesn't fly too well these days. One day, Jim, you're actually going to grow up. God, jeez, I hope not. All right, George, we're buttoned up. All systems green. Let's get this show on the road. I understand. You are headed on the highway looking for adventure and whatever comes your way. Copy that. I am a true nature's child. Glad to hear you're keeping up on your colloquialisms, George. Vlad was quite fond of that song. None of it makes sense, but it has an interesting rhythm to it. Stand by for docking release. Docking lash bolts disengaged. You are in free drift. Air thrusters in three, two, one. Positive movement. We enjoyed your stay here on the BSS. Thank you, Commander. You were a gracious host as always. Best of luck with Dr. D. 
I hope you have an opportunity to enjoy some of the amenities Callie has to offer. Hope to see all of you again soon. We look forward to it. Mercury, you are clear of the station. Resume normal navigation. Copy that, BSS. We are resuming navigation. Mercury out. I can hardly believe that we are finally on our way to our first mission together. Who would have thought that a bounty hunter, two former IDF officers, and a cargo first mate would be setting out on a mission as a team? Yeah. I guess it is kind of strange, team. But I think we can make it work. No doubt this will work or I wouldn't have put us all together. Nate, you know the navigation to these ports better than anyone. Gabby, you're one of the most experienced pilots the IDF had, and Tam, your background in the IDF Medical Corps is a valuable asset. Alright, Cali coordinates are locked in. Switching to autopilot. I have a voice alarm set to wake us 30 standard minutes prior to arriving at the Cali portal. That should be enough time. I agree. There usually isn't too much of a backup before entering the portal. We should be good. Your ship's proximity warning device will alert us to any traffic in the area. I plan to be up early anyway, so we should be good. Once we get into Cali orbit, Tam and I will board the Viper and head to the surface. Gabby, you and Nate will pilot the Mercury to the Cali spaceport. Notify me when you land and have secured a dock. We'll orbit in the Viper and land later. I don't want anyone seeing these ships together. We'll make that call. Then I'll need to get busy and unload my cargo. You said it was for the hospital facility, right? That's right. They'll send a cargo vehicle to pick up their supplies. Do you think maybe some of the sensitive cargo should be signed for by an administrator at the hospital? That's good thinking, Tam. That could get Gabby and Nate on the inside. Whoa, now. Wait a minute. That's not part of my deal. I ferry you guys and make cargo hauls. I'm not part of this bounty hunting business. How about you give me the paperwork and I'll go with their vehicle? I can get a better lay of the land that way. I'll call you to come get me in one of those buggies you have on board. Okay, I can do that. We're delivering some controlled substances, so we can have pharmacy signed for it. Wait, we're carrying drugs and nobody told me? Gabby! Just kidding, Cap. I've got enough excitement in my life. I don't need any artificial flavoring. Then it's settled. Tam and I will detach once the Mercury is in orbit. Nate, you'll land and dock and then send us a confirmation, and Gabby, you'll deliver the cargo to the hospital and do a recon. All right. Sounds like a plan. No, I have a better one. What's that? Grab a snack and then hit the rack. So, Sam, what do you think of the power plant? It's a lot more secure than I anticipated. When I was in Johannesburg, the tower that housed the relay was very secure. Rage had embedded a worker for the maintenance company. He was able to get unrestricted access to the tower. That's how he was able to install a receiver transmitter to spy on our Commerce Commission. Then Hank wouldn't be your man for the job here. He's only been in town for a day. Now, he could have been here before and established himself with the power plant, but I doubt it. That could be easy enough to determine. We could have Garrett or Tracy look into that. Again, we're going under the assumption that the power grid is the target, and it's obvious that this plant would only disrupt the university. So you think that the STIP transfer point is the real target? Absolutely. It would make more sense, since Louis is interested in talking with the Von Longers. Plus the fact that they went after Claire because she was inadvertently taking photos of two different STIP units. At most. I would think setting off a bomb in the plant would just be a diversion to get to the transfer point. We have to keep in mind also 
that Hank is pretty much staying in the northwest, suggesting that his target is there. Do we need to make contact with the IDF presence here? No Pierman is taking care of that. I'm sure they'll beef up their defences once he explains the circumstances. There is something that bothers me about this whole thing with the STIP units. And what would that be? Why here? I mean, why not St Martin near Baltimore where Louis is? It's the main transfer point for the entire Eastern Hemisphere. They could do a lot more damage by hitting it rather than this place. Stefan tried to take it out and failed. The fact that he chased a dummy signal into a trap tells me that Rage doesn't know the exact location of the facility. So, go with what you know? Yes. Assuming that this place is a target, we don't know that yet. Well, that's scary. What's that, sir? Sam is actually making sense. Enter Hank's motel address and a GPS. I think we need to study the area a little more. Got it right here, sir. While you're at it, select restaurants nearby for me. Is food all you think about? I'm a hungin. So, yes, and that's the point. We're big eaters. When I was in St. Louis, that's where Tracy found me, in one of St. Louis's best barbecue rib houses. We need to look at all of the places to eat around that area. Well, you've surprised me again. Let me ask you. If you were on a mission and a fellow Hongan approached you, what would you think? It would scare the crawl out of me. Have I been replaced? Is he going to kill me because the client isn't happy with the way things are going? Even if he said, I've completed my mission, and I can't help but notice that you have six fingers. Look, it would take something better than that. Wait a minute. Are you two suggesting that I contact Hank and try to join him? That's not a bad idea. No, trust me, it's a bad idea. If I were working a mission when another Hongan approached me, it would set off alarms. Why? In this case, I would be splitting up the fee among three people instead of two. What if you told him it was gratis? Is that some sort of legal term? It means free. What if you told him you were in between jobs and you'd help him while you wait on another assignment? He would think that I'd lost my mind. We Hongans don't do anything for free. At best, I would tell him that I've finished my mission and just wanted to chat with someone from my home planet. Now you're talking. What am I saying? No, it's a crazy idea. What if we allowed you to sample the restaurants around the area? Um, well, all of a sudden you're starting to make sense. Let's go to this one first. Louis has arrived in Hangerstown and is headed for the prison. I've contacted our man there and he's ready to record any conversation that he might have. Now that's great. Is he far out? No. He's parking. Should only be a couple of minutes before he's inside. I think this confirms that his target involves stiff units. Any word from Simon on what Hank is up to? He was on his way to the Southwest Stip Transfer Point located in the power plant of the University of Houston. If that's Hank's target, he could take out two birds with one stone, a power plant and a transfer point. That's a possibility. However, the plant only provides power to the university. The plant's destruction would be a good diversion. Pierman has already contacted our IDF team there, so they'll be on high alert. Simon just messaged me that they're headed to the area now where Hank's motel is located. <laughs> hey, come on. He says Sam wants to do a full survey of all restaurants in the immediate area. 
Wait. Oh, I see. They think that would be a good place for Sam to introduce himself to Hank and go undercover. I don't know. That sounds a little crazy, but hey, it's, it's their op. Game time. I'm linking us to the listening app now. We also have a video feed. Are you getting it? No, not yet. Still buffering. You're going to enjoy this, Jim. Okay, got the picture now. Well, 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 what do you know? It's our old friend, Heinrich von Langer. Why does Louie want to talk to Heinrich? Will Sam go undercover to get info from Hank? And what awaits Jaffra's crew on Kali? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Houston Connection. Some say he's not a man. Some say he's a force. Not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear. An unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name, from county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets, if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop. Till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. Coming 2023 only on Mutual with Episode 1 before a wind.